0: So, I know that I've mentioned it elsewhere, but I really wanted to um, try to figure out this, uh, or put into words, rather, which is the difficulty, <laughs> to put in the words this uh, mask that I wear. And um, it's a really interesting quirk of language because uh, masculine and mask, um, even though they're different roots, uh... Because that is what my mask is—the the masculine that I have—allows um, me to be in the world and, and feel comfortable in the world, um, just not comfortable as my true self. So when I run into the space of a room, I get to—I um, get to allow, or, or like I get to act like I belong there. But the true belonging uh, isn't there, and I, I was talking about that before, but the. Problem, or, or not really a problem, but the, the interesting quirk of all this is is when you look at this left and right brain thing going on. So my right brain being very feminine, the and the place that I identify with um, as Mira, um, as her, I don't have much of a way to express myself except through the language of the left, and what that means is that there is an inherent mystery to my true presence, to my deep presence. And I think this is true of all of us. Um, but because of the ways that I've recognized the separation between those two and the pieces of myself that I identify with, um, longing, I guess, is, is what I'm getting at with that. Is There is this um, not necessarily feeling of absence because it's not so sad as that Although there is a, t- a sadness, but it, it, it's something different. It's a sadness like when you look at um, somebody's life that was beautiful and wonderful uh, as it comes to a close. Or the sadness of um, a moving romantic painting. Uh, this, this longing that like carries, carries you to uh, a, a home within yourself. Um, and I think that that's true of all longing. But there's this recognition of this uh, certain, I wouldn't quite call it melancholy, but um, deep aching resonance within my day-to-day existence because I recognize that even with all these attempts to make myself known and have myself be understood, it's always gonna fall short because the deepest part of myself lies separate from uh, the centers of my brain that communicate outwardly so I can receive the world as this whole being I can receive the world uh, within the fullness of myself and have reactions and ideas to it but the way that I act out towards the world is still my true self um, and, and is becoming that more and more it's not exactly um, an inaccura an inaccurate representation it's just, it's like um, you know, when people say like, oh, there's this fantastic poetry by this Spanish author and, uh, you can read them in English, that's fine, but, oh, there's something about the Spanish, you know, and it's something like that. There's something lost in translation because all of these words that I'm saying, all of this meaning that I'm trying to put out there in the world, uh, is through a dim mirror. It is, uh, um, there's not a face-to-face meaning. And, and so there's there's this longing as if with a, a lover talking on the telephone uh, to the beloved. It, it It's like, I, I can only circle around it, only hint at the true depth that's there. Um, you know, but to use the metaphor, does that mean that the phone call isn't worth it? Of course not. Like, even though the phone call is falling short from the embrace, it's still... Um, Creating this connection, even through its absence, Um, it's almost like the absence is a signifier for the presence that is there. That that as you attempt to describe and fall short, uh, the more falling short, the the more uh, you start to get a intuitive sense of the thing there that is um, missing. It's like uh, when every time you say no, that's not it. It's like this, but not quite it's it's like this it's like that or even it is like this it's totally like this but it's also like this um it starts to even, even though there's sort of a rhythm and a repetition and a cycle to those descriptors um even if it feels like running in circles the the actuality of it is um a, a closer approximation of reality and so I've been thinking about that idea of longing and and uh the difference between um uh longing and, and endless progress like the idea of utopia so utopia is the illusion that one day we will get there <laughs> that um that heaven is waiting for us or that uh, the perfect society is waiting for us that, that if only we could take the proper steps we'll make it and i've been thinking about this conversation that uh that was happening between uh, kyle and buddy and Fletch uh, back at home at the compound, and. Um, we were kind of circling around this thing. Uh, Fletch was getting a little frustrated with these ideas that we bring about that seem great in theory, like communism or capitalism or democracy and how something always gets in the mix and stops it. And then, uh, you know, he was talking about the, the thing of like people with these morals and he kind of like laughs at it in some ways because it's like it never... Um, it never arrives. People have this idea that they'll act perfectly all the time and it never works. And, and Fletch's solution to that was kind of a bit of like, so what's the point anyway? Like, And, and that's, I think th- there's some healthiness there too. It's like, you know, this is all ridiculous. We shouldn't take ourselves so seriously because uh, our deeper selves aren't taking ourselves seriously either. We, we compromise on rules all the time. We, we are inconsistent. We change things up and we Uh, don't follow the plans and what's more even if we followed the plans what sort of boring robotic existence would that be and uh perhaps that's what fletch was talking about actually come to think of it i might have to circle back with that that might be part of why he was frustrated uh but um, um buddy was talking about this other dimension this idea of um that that we need an evolution of the self for these systems to uh uh to work and i think there's something to be said there it's like as we as we open up our own minds as we recognize ourselves we become less prone to um having wrenches in the system things that were unexpected because rather than it being a codified thing that is Um, put to language in exact terms of like this is what we're doing this is what we don't do Um, it's more of a a tone or a rhythm because the problem is um, any law that you create is going to have endless stipulations that need to be attached to it Uh, the moment you put language to something in exact terms uh, it it can't be described exactly all these things started as nebulous ideas and what-ifs and and we put them into language, we solidify them. I mean, that's how religion happens, and that's how you get the gaps of religion, the the horrors that are caused by religion. Um, which kind of brings me to the spiritual perspective, which is what Kyle brought to it. What she was talking about was um, that that's sort of the missing element within ourselves. Um, so, what is that? You know, like um, she was talking about how. Uh, our um, our limits, our, our ways that we flatten the world um, and see it just at face value causes um, limits. That we put limiters on stuff when we only rely on what we can see. And um, when we tap into whatever you want to call it, the oneness, uh, God, the, the isness of everything, the um, interconnected being uh the, the, when we get rid of that illusion of the separate self when we we let go of the ego and enter, enter into a spiritual dimension a dimension um with purpose and meaning uh, we begin to expand and um as we expand we we fit into these new ideas as they come across we fill the gaps the holes of um the codified things that have their own limits uh, you you have these structures, but you transcend the structures, you you outgrow them, and then you create a new structure. and so so you outgrow it and that gets codified again into a new thing that's just a little better maybe. but um, but it's also a temporary state. You have this this ebb and flow where the um, the true truly new coming into the world. the unfolding of the world happens through our connection to the world. When when we sever that, and become this egoic self, this small self, we stop the process from happening. We exit out of the flow state and enter into the codification state, into the black and white thinking state. The ideas that like this is the way that things have to happen and things can't happen this way. Um, but the illusion of all that is that there is an endpoint to that. And And I think that's the really cool thing about this longing, just to bring it full circle, is to have this experience within me where there is an inherent longing that I can't overcome just because of the way that I'm structured. I get to enter into this state daily where I recognize the limits of the structures that I've put on things, the limits of the language, the limits of the containers. And I have to try to transcend those just a little bit. And then I create a new container, right? Like Mira is another container. Um, I am also not Mira right like that is truer and closer to my real self and and in a sense i am her just like i am erin just like i am human like uh, but but there's there's this other piece beyond that and i wouldn't recognize that piece beyond it unless i made the container of mira if i had stayed with the container i had which was erin i would be the uh privileged middle class white male um, and acting out that codified process, that black and white thinking of that's the only way I can be, um, I would still be acting that out. But because of this longing within me that causes me to go, Oh, not quite. There's something more here. Um, there's something that I'm missing that I'm stretching towards that I feel connected to, but has not come to fruition yet. Um, there's a seed waiting to blossom there. Uh, because of that, I have created a new container and that new container is now not enough the not enoughness is not um in terms of lack uh it's in terms of wanting the process to continue and trusting the process will continue that um that things continually unfold and die away and uh something that was new and bright and life-giving at one stage may become the thing that needs to die off at the next stage and something that was dead and had nothing left to it might at another stage blossom up alive and become something again it's um this longing creates a flow and a rhythm that that is in line with the life of this planet that is connected to the isness of everything and so as I'm thinking about all this stuff I'm thinking about going through with this podcast and and what I want to do next I think I want to hold on to that idea of longing. And I really grabbed a lot of that longing with the last season, talking about the Halloween stuff and the Christmas stuff. It was like saying these systems are not enough, and yet there's another system behind these systems. There's something more that we can pull up from the depths that 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 was dead and buried in the ground that we can bring back to life again, um, just like the cycles and the seasons, just like the mushrooms, uh, <laughs> just like the... A death of the ego self that comes back to life with a newer understanding. Um, after these transcendent experiences, uh, when we when we have those transcendent experiences, we come back into the everyday uh, changed. So uh, here we are again. We're back at the beginning of the cycle, back through when that last season started in Halloween, and um, here's the fruition of that. Right, we're we're back to where we started, and yet. Everything's different. Everything's changed. So, this isn't really the start of a new season. This is maybe a bonus episode, an off season thing, uh, just to, kind of an extra rambling, just to kind of keep the process going. And and um, not that the process hasn't been going. It has been. Um, but, but to keep the process um, bubbling up to the surface, maybe. Uh, to till the soil, or to uh, um, plant the seeds, whatever. Uh, to just kind of Keep it going. Yeah, so here we are, keeping it going. And who knows what comes next? That's the beauty of it. You, you all you can do is provide the nutrients, the soil, whatever metaphor you want to use, um, whatever comes up is what's going to come up. Like you, you can plant certain things for sure. Um, but part of the process is waiting patiently and seeing. So we'll see what comes next. We'll see what comes next.